This is the John Oakley Show podcast. We know that there are lots of conversations to be had about how we reopen uh, our economy, what happens in the right order, what the sequencing is, how we keep people safe. But we're a long way from having uh, uh, the ability to start doing that. Of course, conversations are are ongoing now, uh, but we're still many weeks away from talking about uh, actually doing anything to reopen our economy. All right. That was a prime minister earlier today. And so uh, we're not there yet. We're not in the position to even discuss that in the interim. We're looking at trying to help people through the crisis. And that means businesses as well. When he announced earlier today that uh, they are expanding the Canada emergency business account, as I was saying before the break, uh, changed the parameters as to uh, who would qualify with their payroll paid in 2019. However, that all being said, uh, there may be some flies in the ointment. Let's find out. Pierre Polyev has joined us on the line, the conservative finance critic. Mr. Polyev, always a pleasure. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you. Well, let me ask you about this first, uh, because, and I know you've said uh, there might be a more efficient and effective way of getting monies to people and especially businesses. Now, they changed the parameters, but is there still going to be an issue getting out the money on time and enough of it? Well, there's two different parts to that question. The Canadian emergency business account is uh, is now in the hands of the banks and credit unions to deliver. But they can get that money out very quickly. Um, the second part is the Canadian uh, wage subsidy. That's moving very slowly because it's not the banks or the credit unions that are currently delivering it, rather CRA. So businesses have to wait three to five weeks now even to apply. And then when the tax agency gets around to it, it will send a check. So the March wage subsidy won't come till May, just as one illustration of how behind that whole program is. The American wage subsidy went out a month ago uh, to about uh, 280,000 small businesses, $66 billion already out the door. So that part of it is very slow. Um, today's announcement is, uh, is to allow businesses with a smaller payroll of uh, say $20,000 to have access to the Canadian business account. This business account is a $40,000 interest-free government-backed and partially forgivable loan. Now, the problem with it is that a lot of very small startup businesses, often immigrant-owned uh, uh, corner stores and gas stations or small high-tech companies, don't, don't qualify because they don't have any payroll at all. Now, you might say, how is it possible to run a business without paying anyone? Well, the answer is often family businesses or businesses run by young people just out of university don't, don't have any employees. They, don't, they just run the business themselves, and they take no salary. That's because they want to keep all the cash in the business to pay down debt and build and grow. Uh, those businesses are most in need of the liquidity, and they can't get any uh, under these conditions. I also heard, or actually I read earlier today in the Financial Post, there was a story about people who have tried to qualify for the loan through the RBC Bank, and uh, it just wasn't forthcoming. They didn't satisfy. They say they uh, should satisfy the criteria, but for some reason they weren't on the preferential list that the banks, I guess, uh, kind of calibrated who should be qualifying that was, you know, within their purview. And uh, so these people were upset by that. And and to the point that you made, uh, when some have reconfigured under, say, uh, a different 
uh, incorporated number, uh, suddenly they fall through the cracks as well, but they're still effectively the same business. I know that's two different issues, but have you heard any reports where some small business people are saying, uh, despite believing they should qualify for this facility, uh, the banks are rejecting them? I hadn't heard that type of story yet, but uh, one solution to it, that problem is for the government to approve the credit unions, all the credit unions, to deliver the $40,000 emergency business account. That way, if banks are being difficult, then businesses can go to their credit union, who are far more grassroots and uh, better for small clients, uh, and, and get the loan through them. More competition is always better. Unfortunately, the government has given almost all of this money through uh, the big banks and a very small number of large credit unions. And that leaves literally hundreds of thousands of small businesses in small town and rural Canada uh, left out in the cold. Pierre Polyev is with us, conservative finance critic on some of these expanded uh, ideas that the government is going to help people in business and personally as well. By the way, I just have to, is an interest-free loan really the best answer? I mean, people are fighting uh, the fact that they're not going to have cash flow when they finally do get up and running. They still got a loan to repay, even though it's interest-free and part is forgiven uh, after, I guess, uh, in the year 2022. Do you think an interest-free loan is really the best vehicle? No, I think it's, it's, it is one vehicle the government should use, but the best vehicle is to refund businesses, uh, small businesses, all of the money they've remitted to Ottawa in GST over the last 12 months. And most businesses uh, collect GST, they send it to CRA, uh, and it's a good measurement of how much revenue the business had coming in pre-COVID-19. The government, with a few keystrokes, could just reverse those payments going back 12 months and your average small business would have uh, 30 or 40 grand of cash back in their bank account that they wouldn't have to mark as debt. Uh, and they could use it for emergency expenditures like paying rent, uh, mortgages, uh, or other uh, urgent bills that can't wait. Well, that was a Conservative Party's proposal for the last couple of weeks since Bill Morneau first announced these uh, different vehicles. Uh, are they paying attention at all to that, or is that a non-starter? So far, they haven't been, uh, and, and that's a big problem because there are a lot of businesses that get absolutely nothing from all of these programs. It's like a, a monster shotgun blast that keeps missing the target. Um, you know, I think of a, a restaurant, Okay. A wage subsidy that doesn't help a restaurant because that restaurant is forced to be closed. They don't have any employees that are allowed to do any work. So there's no wages to subsidize. Furthermore, they may either don't qualify for the $40,000 loan or they can't afford to take on new debt. So the easiest thing to do to help that uh, outlet, that facility, is just give them their GST money back. Yeah, uh, I would think that that might be something they'd want to at least accommodate or, uh, you know, consider. Now, I don't know if Parliament is actually going to be allowed to bring that up because uh, you're going back on Monday, I guess, for a, a session. But uh, the Liberals are not really keen. They want to do that virtually just very quickly. Is it necessary to reconvene Parliament even with just a quorum? Absolutely. We can have reduced numbers there. We can wipe down our own desks. We can keep uh, our hands uh, cleans, keep our distance from one another, and leave all the service staff at home so that they don't come and risk themselves. 
Uh, we can bring our own packed lunches so we don't have to have a cafeteria or restaurant operating. But bottom line is this. The government needs to be held to account. They have made horrendous mistakes that have put the lives of Canadians at, at risk, whether it's uh, destroying personal protective equipment like face masks, giving 16 tons of essential medical equipment to a foreign country, leaving the borders open to thousands of uh, people, uh, foreign uh, visitors from uh, COVID hotspots. Uh, these are serious mistakes. The opposition has an important role to hold the government accountable so that we get a higher standard of leadership in times when we most desperately need it. Again, with Pierre Polyev, conservative finance critic, let me just dial it back to uh, something else that was intimated earlier today that there was going to be help for businesses with their rent. Uh, this is the Canada Emergency Commercial Rent Assistance Program uh, for April, May, and June. Real scant on details, though. Do you know anything more than I do about uh, what this might entail? I don't. I did try to look at the government documentation. There wasn't a lot of detail. Uh, Minister Bill Morneau will testify before the Finance Committee in just a half an hour, actually, virtually, and uh, we expect that he'll be asked about it. In a perfect world, I mean, if you were writing the document, uh, if it were in your court, uh, what would you basically uh, think would be the best way to help people with rental assistance? Well, I would. Uh, it, it's very hard to say how to, how to how to manage that problem, but I think uh, there, there, there's probably some some way you could loan uh, make loans to landlords that would be partially forgivable if they lower. Uh, or forgive rent to their tenants. Uh, that, that's the only way I'm aware of. Uh, but it's it's frankly very difficult. Uh, you're co- sort of playing whack-a-mole. You know, if you say that the the uh, tenant doesn't have to pay rent, well, then you're hurting the landlord, who could be a, a small business owner himself. And if you say that the landlord doesn't have to pay his mortgage, well, then you're putting strain on our financial system and forcing banks and credit unions to charge more to someone else. Uh, so no matter where you are in the lending chain, someone is is going to get hurt as long as this shutdown continues. And that's why we're encouraging the prime minister to start to lay out his plan for the medium term to slowly, steadily and safely reopen our economy. Yeah, uh, so far, no intimation that that's on plan. Uh, what would you do? I mean, when do you think is ripe for discussing that? Is now the time? Now is the time to discuss it. I'm not saying it's now is the time to reopen it. But we do need to ask, we, the, we need to have a very serious discussion about what uh, medical equipment and capacity do we need in our hospitals to prepare uh, for the reopening uh, in case the, the, the disease transmits again. Uh, how many tests are we going to need to perform each day? How are we going to get the testing devices to key facilities like seniors' homes, hospitals, group homes for the disabled? so that those people are protected and never exposed to the virus? How are we going to maintain distancing in our workplaces? Which industries are safe to restart and which are not? These are all things we should be talking about in great detail right now because we cannot continue to shut down our economy for three, four more months. We will literally be bankrupt if we do. It'll be interesting to see uh, what the Prime Minister uh, has to say with the Premiers today. I, I guess they're meeting later on tonight, or at least uh, in the virtual world, they'll be uh, having that confab. Mr. Polyev, it's always good to talk. I appreciate your insights and your update, and uh, we'll look forward to doing it again. You take care, stay healthy. Great. Uh, stay happy and healthy, and thank you for having me. You got it. Pierre Polyev is a conservative finance critic.
Well, there's a lot of folks who are critical of uh, a lot of things, and justifiably so in many, many cases, as we know, uh, because this is unprecedented, and uh, we're really cobbling it together on the fly. Uh, some, though, have been neglected for the longest time, and that complaint comes from, as we know, frontline workers, uh, nurses, the people who clean these facilities. It's really been brought into sharp relief, especially with the tragedies in the long-term care facilities. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.